When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Welcome to the Courthouse Hotel in Shoreditch, ahead of a very important JD Next Gen. We've been all over the world, but nothing quite cleanses the soul like a sold-out York Hall on a Friday night. So many big, important fights, British titles on the line, some of the best young prospects in the sport of boxing, topped off by a great production by Sky Sports in the UK, streamed live across America on the zone, and then all topped off with a salt beef bagel with mustard at the end. Don't get any better than Friday night at your call. We're going to hear from all the guys up here on the top and bottom tables. Before we do, I'm going to pass over to Adam Smith, head of boxing for Sky Sports. Thanks, Eddie. I echo those words. You know, it's uh, fantastic being in Madison Square Garden and those wonderful places over in America, but there is nothing like the York Hall Bethnal Green, and I think everybody here today and all those who are coming will pack it out on Friday night, and everyone watching on Sky agrees with that. There's uh, no bad scene in the place. The atmosphere is always electric. It's a special venue. So many fighters have come through, so many great champions. I remember watching Johnny Tapia there. So many um, wonderful stories and, and fights that have come out of that incredible venue. It's the uh, spit and sawdust of uh, what we do, but it's more than that. It's, uh, it's the home of boxing, and uh, I can't wait to be back. And salt beef bagels and the greasy cafe opposite the road, all of that stuff. It's fantastic, and uh, we're going to have a great night on Friday. Um, good to have boxing back uh, on our time, uh, you know, 7 till 11 o'clock on a, on a, on a Friday night is, uh, is perfect for us. And what a display, what an array of talent and uh, great fighters in front of us, fighters that have got the chance to, uh, to appear live, to appear uh, on a big platform and um, we're going to do everything we can over the next 48 hours to really push these fighters on our digital and social platforms. It's a, it's a big night for Conor Van, you know, headlining for the first time, um, we all know the story, now we need to see him um, step up in level and uh, see whether he could deal with that and some Real experienced fighters on, some great matches on the card as well. So I think top to bottom, it's going to be an electric night. Enjoy it. Thank you, Adam. We'll start uh, with the ladies and gentlemen to the table below. First, Reese Bellotti. Reese, welcome back. This featherweight division has been a bit crazy, isn't it? I mean, you've seen guys that have been storming through, looking like they're going to take over the domestic scene. You were one of them and obviously got beat by Ryan Doyle. Ryan Doyle looked like he was going to be the guy that was going to come through and start taking over. Jordan Gill beat him. Everyone was raving about Jordan Gill. Jordan Gill got beat. Lee Woods coming back. It's a big sort of merry-go-round going around, but obviously for you, still got that desire to come through and, and chase all those guys down. Yeah, no, exactly that. And uh, like you say, it's the fight game. Right? You can get beat at any, any opportunity. Um, you've got to be in the game all the time. Uh, obviously, I've learned from getting beat twice now and I'm uh, looking to come back and uh, gain more experience and then challenge those boys that are pushing on as well. In defeats, you've seen top fighters losing. How much has that taught you 
those two defeats, particularly the, the Ryan Walsh one where you were competitive against a very good fighter in there and I don't think it felt like too much of a loss to you on the night. I know you were disappointed to lose, but how do you see that division just away from those world-class fighters you know, with the likes of Lee Wood, Jordan Gill, yourself, even Ryan Doyle and, and potentially Ryan Walsh as well? Yeah, like, like you say, Ryan Walsh is a quality fighter and uh, I felt like I was competitive in there. Again, looking back at it, probably could have done a lot more. And I feel like I could do a lot more. And uh, I believe I'm at that level and obviously over time I'll prove it again. Dwayne Sinclair, welcome to the show. Undefeated. I got a call from Dillian White and told me that you've got to be on the card and I'll do as what he says, to be honest with you. Uh, we know you're a quality fighter, spending lots of time and, and in the gym and sparring with Josh Boazzi as well. but. An important fight for you on Friday night as you head towards domestic titles. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you for um, having me on. Um, yeah, you said yeah, uh, thousands, thousands of rounds of um, Josh Gawatsi that we grew up in sport together. But you just make no mistake about it. Believe you me, I'm no sparring partner to get the um, Tony Bailey <laughs> But yeah, I just think. Um, yeah, just got to go on the show, show what I'm all about. Like I said, I'm defeated at the moment. I've got, um, I've got a good record. And I just need to start pressing on and start fighting the boys that um, work and start proving myself. So yeah, just ready to put on a show. Shannon Cor Cortina, I know you're Cortina, you always tell me off, but, and you scare me more than Dillian White. But women's boxing is just in an unbelievable position right now. I mean, I think that when you talk about quality across sport, in terms of to the broadcasters and to the fans, women's boxing is becoming more and more important. I don't think there's many cards that we produce that don't have a female fight on the card. I mean, you saw Katie Taylor against Delphine Pearson lit up Madison Square Garden. You had 20,000 people on their feet. It was one of the fights of the year. And even across all divisions now, you have standout fighters coming through. Shannon is, I believe, the next phase of that, the next gen, if you like. But what a time to be a female fighter. And always stress, female boxing, male boxing, it doesn't really matter. It's about bums on seats, it's about interest from broadcasters, and it's about entertainment. And Shannon, your third fight, you've, you've had some big arena fights, and now you're in your call, which I know is a place you'll love to fight in. Yeah, I boxed as an amateur, and um, I won a title, my first uh, belt as an amateur. So. It's a good island for me, and you know, I've done the copper box, I've done the ice teams, and I'm um, doing your calls, so I think all the stuff now Obviously, only two fights in, but what would you say is is the thing you've learnt most so far over those fights, and, and what are you looking to put into play on Friday night? I've had two quite negative opponents that have been quite awkward so far, so I'm hoping that I actually have someone who actually comes to want to fight to. Let me showcase what I can do, but we've been working really hard in the gym and this is definitely going to be the best version of me. I've never felt stronger and I'm expecting a big explosive performance on Friday night. Look forward to seeing you back in the ring. Two gentlemen below me have actually shared a ring over this side of the pond. Two of the finest young talents in the sport of boxing. Welcome to Charles Frankham and to Otha Jones III. Obviously with our um, evolving Matrim USA company as well, we've signed some of the best young talent stateside, Otha Jones, one of those, just an exceptional young amateur fighter, dived in in his debut against a very, very difficult opponent and showed that he is already a class, class fighter. We'll start with you, Charlie. Welcome. Your call, obviously boxed here, I presume, many times yourself. 
and looking forward, sold plenty of tickets, going to have a lot of support in there on Friday. Yeah, I'm going to have a lot of support there Friday, and you know what, it's the first time me ever boxing in your home. Is it? Okay, well, I'm glad I said possibly. Then. But you two, it's interesting because I know when we signed you guys about at the same time, huge amateur experience, a pair of you, and good to be sharing a card with Oprah Jones as well. Yeah, uh, obviously we shared the ring as amateurs before and um, it'd be a good, great girl to be boxing on together with. Tell us about Nottingham and that pro debut. I know you weren't 100% happy with your performance. Tricky customer in there, but good rounds under your belt. And what did you learn from, from that pro debut? Uh, yeah, it was a tricky customer, obviously. I should have bought a pair of knee pads, but um, <laughs> he, uh, he um, got me some good grounding, and um, hopefully I'll be able to put on a show on Friday. Over. Welcome, my friend. I'm delighted to see you over this side of the pond. I know you've been here before. Um, I saw you getting off the, uh, the coach yesterday. You looked a little bit tired. Feeling good now? Ready to go? Uh, yeah, I was a, a, bit, a bit tired of playing with uh, six hours, but I'm good now. Obviously, you've got a huge amount of amateur experience. How excited are you to box as a pro for the first time in the UK? Uh, I'm very excited. Um, a lot of fans from the UK show me love on Instagram, and that was my first time. I can't wait to put on the show and show them what, what I'm really made of. Obviously, only your second fight, but looking to rack up some quick wins. You know, you had a small injury going into this fight, but looking to get out plenty of times in the summer as well and, and move pretty quick in this sport. We saw you take a very, very tough fight in your first fight, and obviously that's the intentions you have to move quickly as a pro. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I just wanted to show everybody uh, that, that, that guy signed from the zone that, that I'm the real deal, uh, and I'm here to stay. Look forward to seeing your second fight on Friday, you're going to love the York Hall, mate, I promise you that. Um, on to the top table, and we have three really, really good fights for you here. Three really important fights as well, a couple of domestic classics as well, and of course we talked about Conor Ben stepping up and headlining for the first time. I'm going to start with the British title final eliminator between Craig Richards and Andre Sterling. Um, just a, a brilliant fight. I love these kind of fights that are so, so important to both men's careers. A little bit of London spice in there as well. And um, we've seen the build up. And Craig used to be such a quiet guy. It seems like everyone you fight these time, you've got, you've got beef with, which is it's great. Listen, for me, keep it coming. But I never expected that from you. But Andre, welcome. This is, this is a great fight. A lot of people talking about this fight and a fight that could really, you know, change your career and put it on an unbelievable path towards that British title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm very appreciative of being on the platform. And yeah, I'm going to do what I've got to do on the 21st of June on Friday. And that's um, deal with Craig Richards. Obviously, you know each other. I believe you boxed as amateurs yeah, yes, together as well. What, what, what do you know of Craig Richards as a fighter? And what have you seen from him recently where you believe you'll win this fight? Um, I haven't seen, well, I, I, feel, I believe I can be, win every fight I'm in, to be honest. Um, Craig Richards, you know, it's obviously he's going to come to win and he's going to come to fight, but I don't think um, he has enough to deal with me. I believe in my ability and I've got a lot of skills that I want to show on the 21st of June. We've seen that clip recently of you two outside the peacock, I think it was. What, what was all that about? Because I just saw it. I didn't even know. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went viral, it went viral. Um, 
yeah, we love the sport. This is why we love the sport. You know, we've got two passionate fighters um, that really love what they do and very dedicated. And when we saw each other, it just was, the emotion just overwhelmed. And um, it, yeah, it just stood there. He wants to win. I want to win. So that's what it is. You know, Craig. Um, as I said, your last fight against Jake Paul, you had a little bit of spice in. I thought it was a brilliant performance from you as well. Expecting the same performance? Yeah, of course. Uh, um, I believe I'll get probably a better performance. I think like every time in the gym, every week, every day I'm learning, I'm progressing. Of course, the fight ended a lot quicker than people probably expected with ball fight. So I probably didn't get to demonstrate what I've been working on since then. I've come on loads even more than that. So. This is a perfect opportunity, a guy who's um, hungry, come to win, unbeaten, so it will probably give me the chance to go and display some of the stuff I've been working on to show everyone how good I really am. Same question to you, shared a ring with Andre Sterling before, <laughs> how do you see him as a fighter, what do you expect and how do you expect to deal with him on Friday? Yeah, I think he's a good fighter, but as I say, um, I just believe that I'm at that level where I can push on from domestic level and I think this will be the fight to show that, um, so I believe you know, I'm gonna go out and do the job and execute what I need to do on the 21st. I think when you were at 168, you were always tight on the weight. You didn't carry the same kind of power. One thing that, since you've stepped up to 175 pounds, yeah. you seem to have a lot more power and, and, and confidence in that power. Yeah. I think you're punching a lot harder at light heavyweight now. Do you see the stoppage Yeah, on Friday? 100% uh, I see a stoppage, because um, at 168, I was flat. I lost, I lose my punch power, my energy system, a lot of things it wasn't. Even when I was sparring, I wasn't as good. You can see the difference in the gym and the results of my spar and everything, my performances in the gym and outside the gym. After I took obviously that late notice fight for the British title, when I stepped up, went back to the drawing board, no one's gone past three rounds. I've got everyone out within three rounds, so you can show my punch power's um, a lot different now. Look forward to a great fight between Craig Richards and Andre Sterling, final eliminator for the British title on Friday night. Another great British title fight is Ted Cheeseman against Kieran Conway. Um, I think this division is so exciting right now, so many great young fighters coming through. These are two fighters that have a huge amount of support, plenty of heart, power as well, and I think this is going to be a fantastic fight. Kieran, we'll start with you. Welcome. Um, been on a couple of our shows early on, and I was very, very, very impressed. We know you took part in the um, Ultimate Fighter recently, which, you know, is... Uh, going to be one you can win and lose over three rounds but faultless as a pro outside of that tournament and a massive opportunity for you to become British champion on Friday night. Yeah some, it's a huge opportunity for me and I'm grateful for it. Um, the odds are massively against me. I'm unsure why. I'm here to, I'm here to win and make history for my town and myself and that's all I'm in it for. I've seen you fight, and again, you know, you are strong, you move well, you're technically very solid as well, you've got plenty of heart, you've got a good chin, you can punch. Should be a fantastic fight. We know Ted's coming off a defeat for the European title, but you see this as a 50-50 fight in your mind? I see it as a, I see it as a very good fight. 50-50, um, I'm not so sure. I think, it's, I think that I should be the favourite. I think it's more 64 in my favour. Um, I don't see it 50-50 at all, but it's, good. it's a great fight, um, and I'm happy to be a part of it, I'm proud to be a part of it. What gives you that confidence? What did you see, particularly, I know Sergio Garcia is a, a very good fighter, but what have you seen in Ted Cheeseman that gives you the confidence to, to believe you'll win on Friday? 
Uh, I just know that I'm very adaptable and I don't see that in him. I don't want to bad mouth him. Um, I'm not going to sit here and uh, slay him or anything. I'll just, uh, I'll just not believe in myself and mess with business. Ted, this is a great fight for you. Obviously disappointment in February. Great night at the O2 Arena, great atmosphere, but wasn't your night. Um, obviously, a lot of your build-up has been well documented to that fight and the build-up to this fight as well. How ready are you for this fight in what is a very, very important fight for your career coming off that Sergio Garcia loss? Um, it's, um, it's a very important fight for me because I'm not delusional. If, if I lose this fight, um, it, it's finished for me in boxing, really. Yeah. There's no point of fighting at a level really below this. If I go below this level now, it's over, do you know what I mean? You've got to build up again, build up again. This is like a build up fight, I was at European title level. Um, I made my own mistakes. Um, I weren't successful in the last fight. But as Kieran just said, he, he should think he should be the favourite. All he's done is full journeyman. I've learned out on that boxing tournament. I fought Carson Jones, Senior Byfield, Paulie Upton, Matty Ryan, Lord Elliott. I think everyone's overlooked these opponents in these fights because of my last performance. And what everyone forgets is the last fight was world number two. We weren't um, number five or six in Britain. He was number two in the world. And I stayed in there for 12 rounds. I haven't put my hands down and was walking forward letting him hit me. And he couldn't hurt me or get me out of there. So I don't get how um, a top 15 sort of British fighter thinks they're going to be the favourite against me. And um, I'm in unbelievable shape, the best shape I've been in probably because I'm fully focused on boxing now and, and um, I've got tunnel vision. And when I go in there on Friday night, I'm going in there to rip his head off. You know what I mean? And as, as I said, he's not bad mouthing, I'm not bad mouthing him, but it's just that's my plan. I'm going to apply the pressure early and show them that an eight round fight with the Germans are totally different against a, um, a top domestic fighter in, in a 12 round fight. I think once, once it's our first three rounds, you're going to see he's going to be, it might look alright, but once we get past there and I start keep pushing the pressure, if I ain't already got him out of there by then, you're going to see he's going to start holding a lot, looking ragged and sooner or later he's going, to get, he's going to get stopped. Obviously when a fighter comes off a defeat, you are right, he is a world-class fighter in Sergio Garcia. It's, it's a mission for them physically and mentally yeah. to come back. You feel good, you feel fresh, you know, confidence is high, physically, yeah, you're, in, um, you're in a good place. Yeah, three weeks ago, or about three and a half weeks ago, I had a couple of bad spars and I thought, bloody hell. Usually when I spar and it ain't so good, I think, you know what, I'm going to perform on a night, but then I realised I was tired, I had a long camp for this camp, I've had 14 weeks in camp because I've been solely on it, working on a lot of stuff. Tony gave me a couple of days off, I come back in the gym and I've been inspiring unbelievable since, you know what I mean, and I thought bloody hell, it ain't gone, I thought it was young but it ain't gone, um, it was obviously getting my head mentally, getting through things and the confidence is back and I know, I know the fight that I've been in with, if you look at my, not last fight, the fight before with Asini Bifield, he's a really, really chippy customer, but still there ain't no, not many other domestic fighters who've wanted to just take him now, I beat him. And I've, for 12 rounds, I've kept the pressure on him non-stop, non-stop. But this, this fight, 100%, I can't lose this fight in my head, I can't, otherwise, in my head, as much as other people will try and give me a chance and whatever, I don't want it another chance at a lower level. I want to be at this level I'm pushing on. And I know the fight with Scott Fitzgerald, as long as I come through this, this sign still delivered. And I'm looking forward to that part. But my main um, 
thing is getting Kieran Conway out there on Friday night. Do you believe you get him out of there inside 12 rounds? Yeah, 100%. Um, it's in the experience. You know? People jumped into these fights, because obviously because I've had a loss, and um, it's come down to middleweight. He's not a massive puncher or strong at middleweight, so to drain himself again and then come down to light middle, you know he's going to be even weaker. Then his, his style is, is boxing a move and he's got to try and run for 12 rounds away from him. And he ain't going to be able to do it, there's no way. Forward to a great fight, Kieran Conway against Ted Cheeseman for the British light middleweight title. The WBA international welterweight title on the line. This is a great fight for you, for those who aren't aware of Jussie Kabula. Some great fights, lost a split decision to Samuel Vargas as well. Hugely, hugely experienced. Juicy, welcome. And uh, big fight for you in the UK. You're very experienced. Looking forward to Friday night. Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm very excited to be here, uh, uh, especially in a place where we have been, where have been great champions fights uh, and a great atmosphere of boxing. So I'm very happy to be here. Obviously, you have a huge amount of experience fighting some world-class fighters. Conor Ben has small experience, but is an excellent young fighter. We expect a, a great fight between you two on Friday. Yeah, that's what I expected, that it's going to be a good fight and that people get entertainment. And uh, uh, I just, for, uh, I think that my timing is better for this fight and I, I can win this fight because of my, my uh, experience. And uh, it should be a good fight. Thank you very much, Connor. Very proud to see you sitting one seat away from me. That, that's, that's good news for a fighter. It means that your main event and uh, it's come around quickly, really. But I feel like the timing is perfect for you to come out and headline your first show on Friday night at the Great Your Call. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's, you know, sometimes I really do go pinch myself because it's, it feels like yesterday I was, you know, I'm in my debut. Uh, it really does, and you know, because I've only been. Well, I've only been boxing for a short period, so it's all happened so quick. So for me to be able to see it's a blessing. And, you know, thank you to Max for Medi Earn, um, you know, they're taking this sport to another level. And to be able to, these JD Next Gen shows, it's, you know, it's for the young fighters coming through to display our, our skills and abilities. And, you know, as far as my opponent, you know, this is a step up. I ain't really concerned about what he offers. Not at all, really, not at all. It don't, it don't uh, phase me what he brings. Yeah, he's got experience, but I'm quicker. I'm younger, I can punch harder, and you know, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face, as they say. So, you know, when I get in the ring, I'm gonna go in there. And you know, he's been stopped twice, um, I believe. He's lost six fights, uh, but don't get me wrong, he's been, with, been in with some quality oppositions, but I believe I'll be too much for him. And you know, my last fight, I took it too easy. Uh, well, not too easy, it was just really steady, calm. I really wanna bring the old Connor Ben back. I really do, I really want to go in there and, you know, take his head off with one of my left hooks. You know, often after my fights I go, I don't know what shot I call him with. Well, I want the same effect, you know, and I really do want to go in there and make a statement with this fight. It's going to be a good year. Each fight I've got better. When everyone doubts me, oh yeah, I had a hard fight with that pain. He just beat someone who's had 16 fights and lost one. He just beat him, who would have thought? You know, that's a reality check for me. And thank you, it didn't cost me my own. You know, I went back to the drawing board and I learned that this time I plan on displaying something else. It's going to be one hell of a fight. One hell of a fight. I don't know what to say. I don't know what, what, who's going to show up. The old Conor Ben or the new one. I was just about to say that I was really liking the new Conor Ben. 
and you called it sort of boring at the O2. I thought that was a really mature performance from you. Um, a lot of people are still getting over your last York Hall fight, which was one of the best fights we've seen in that venue. Um, do you not think it's about being composed in this performance? We know you've got that wild side, we know you love to fight, but what we saw from you in the last performance was a much more mature performance. Is that important not to lose you know, your control in this fight, your, your shape in this fight against someone that is very experienced? I think that would come with time. I think I would have liked to have brought a lot more explosiveness into my last fight. Um, I was, yeah, it's about staying calm. It's about ring experience, mixing it up. Um, you know, it could bring putting your foot on it and being aggressive as well as then taking your time. But that'll only come with experience. I'm glad my last fight I could show that, yeah, I can box for the whole eight and take my time. Um, and now I really want to incorporate a little bit more of the old combo. Still, still thinking using my boxing brain, but still having that same match. I don't want to lose that, that, you know, that attitude. That Ben. That Ben attitude. <laughs> I, I don't want to lose that. I want that to stay because that's is it hard to, Is it hard to do that in the York Hall? Because your last fight was at the O2. It was, I think, about 7.15. This time, smaller ring, bare pit atmosphere, main event. You know. Well, you see, you've got goosebumps already, so, <laughs> you know, it could be, yeah, I think, um, He's going to get it with a left hook and then I'm just going to take his head off really. Okay. Well, this is a very tough fight. Probably one that a year ago we wouldn't have put you in for sure, but the way you've developed and matured, we believe this is great timing and a very, very dangerous fight for Conor Ben and also Ted Cheeseman, Craig Richards. We continue to put our young guys in tests to see if they're ready to step up for this next level. We want to thank JD as well because as Conor alluded to there, these shows are so important for the development of young fighters and we've seen some go on and progress. We've seen others in the last next-gen Jordan Gill lose and he looked like a guy who was really going to turn into a, a worldwide star. So anything can happen in this sport and we hope that everybody enjoys the show and to the fighters, good luck on Friday night. It's going to be a great show and the Wayne will be tomorrow at Stratford Theatre at 1 o'clock and we look forward to a fantastic night starting live on Sky Sports at 7pm and on Facebook before that from 6pm, we're going to have head-to-heads with all the guys from the top table in the group shop, the guys from the bottom table. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.